First off, welcome everybody who's listening to the Halloween edition of In Bed by Nine. There you go. There's my spooky, <laughs> spooky sounds. I like it. <laughs> I can talk, drop my, drop my voice line. Welcome everyone. I can't hold it as much as longer anymore. Got to practice that one. Anywho, but yeah, I figure we can do some kind of Halloween stuff since we're, you know, the spooky seasons among us and Halloween is this weekend, which in Michigan is always wet, rainy and cold. So every child's Halloween costume is a winter jacket and a snow cap or (laughs) I think my last two years ago in trick or treating, I think I wore just a heavy um, flannel and then a um, wolf's mask that was just warm as all could be so i was like whatever if it rains it's waterproof and whatever i just i always love like so when i was a kid i was you know i trick-or-treated and all that stuff for a long time i'm a i'm a huge i'm a huge fan of halloween oh me too um and then my like last couple years at home my parents let me get all like decked down and do whatever i wanted to the house and scare the kids instead <laughs> oh this is amazing um so like you know took my money and you know earned from work and did some stuff and like souped on my garage super cool and i had the cops come to my house and come check it out because i heard of the, the scary houses down the streets and i lived in a small neighborhood type thing so the cops were all cool and they come rolling up with their lights on trying to scare me and i was like you ain't scaring me i don't know what you're here for i know half your people's names um so it was always good and um but man uh, that was a good that was a good time i loved scaring kids i know it's horrible but i knew who not to scare but i loved halloween but um now when i pass out candy to kids they come to the door and i'm like it's cold outside it's raining who are you supposed to be well i'm spider-man all right columbia jacket okay uh <laughs> this person comes up wearing you know this what, what are you supposed to i'm a princess i'm like okay another jacket all right like <laughs> they're all bundled up because it's cold so yeah it's horrible and it's different i think than from when when we were kids i don't feel like uh they don't they're not out as long it doesn't go as long and there's not nearly as many kids out like i know they do all those other alternatives quote unquote safer activities the trunk or treat or the group activities or, but i i we used to just go hog wild and just run through the neighborhood we never had and Even we were never worried about anything we like nobody i mean it's never was gonna happen i guess where we grew up and that type of thing i remember going like going as it got dark i didn't go when it was light outside like it was never light it was dark when i went trick-or-treating and i remember going to like all the houses and filling up one bag in my neighborhood as fast as i could and then if we run had enough time, run mm-hmm. home, drop that bad boy off, get another bag, and then go to the next neighborhood that was behind our house. That was like a, a, a condo can apartment we, complex. Can we pause for one second? Yeah. I'm sorry. Give me one second. No problem. Kid, go, go, go. Okay. <laughs> No, for we are recording. I'm gonna make noises. I'm gonna sit here talk to myself. Welcome to the podcast, Small Whispers. 
small whispers as Jeremy goes upstairs. I believe he's helping the child. The baby is awake. It is quiet. Whisper, whisper. Whisper. And use. Hopefully everyone's doing well out there. I'm making ghost sounds so that we can make it spooky. Spooky, spooky, spooky. All right. That was fun. Anyways. <laughs> this is what you, I don't know if anyone's listening or if he's going to cut this in here at all, but this is what happens in podcasts. People go away and learn how to talk to yourself and stare at a camera and go, hi, how are you? I'm Glenn. That's good to hear. Hopefully somebody hears me in the background. They're like, what is so funny? I don't know. Anyways. Oh, I hear baby sounds. Uh oh. This might be a few minutes. I have an unexpected guest who doesn't want to sleep apparently. Oh, no baby time. Yeah. So I can always splice out all this. (laughs) I was just talking to myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at least look. No, there you go. Hey, Hi. Say hi. You're just going to stare at the screen because you like to stare at things. There's a person on this thing looking at me, and I'm looking at my stuff. I don't know what to do. Yeah, there's way too many people. I can't. There you go. Yeah, I was. uh, He was asleep when I gave him the word. I took him. And then all of a sudden, boom. Like me, like I got, I'm the one that puts him to sleep because he, well, one of them for sure, uh, my youngest. He likes to sleep on me. He goes to sleep on mom, but it's it's I'm the I'm the bed. I can calm down and I get into bed most of the nights. So uh, I do. Yeah, he's uh you know like he goes to sleep on her more than anything, but I had him he was just being fussy tonight and then all of a sudden I guess he wasn't happy. It's the full moon. He thought I walked out of the room satisfied or something, happy, like ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Can't have a happy parent. No. Why would you? Exactly. <laughs> There's no enjoyment. It's gotta be miserable. No. <laughs> but uh, shoot. Are you gonna tr- take the, take him trick or treating or? Uh, this one probably not because he's uh. only uh, he's only three months. Um, he'll be forced to wear the uh lecture. Uh, the pumpkin outfit, they all wore the pumpkin outfit the first year. Yeah. And uh, he'll wear that. And I'm sure he'll be haunted by it years later when they all realize that they all got conned to wear the pumpkin outfit for their first Halloween. But um, no, I'll take the, we'll take the other three out. Yeah. The, um, we went to a trunk or treat recently because uh, my wife's like, we're going to utilize the son's my son's costume as much as possible because you know they're twenty five dollars pop. So oh, she's like we're we're using this costume a lot. I'm like okay, so every <laughs> every advantage she has, she's like there's a trunk or treat happening over here. We're gonna go. Oh, there's a trick or treat uh, thing over here. We're gonna go. This village is doing some fun. This you know this is doing something. We should buy tickets and go. I'm like, 
all right we can go all the, the weird things we went to a trunk or treat it was cool um the oldest uh he was wearing spider-man he, you can't see anything so he's walking up these people looking in the box like looking down into their uh bowls and trying to figure out what he wants and he's like dad i can't see anything down here <laughs> put your hand and grab one and put it in there and then the youngest one was like he's getting candy i want candy so he pushed himself up to the you know, forced himself to the bowl and looked in and goes i'm gonna put it in the bag he goes I like, put it in the bag first and we'll go going. So dad got a nice tax out of this deal. So I'm happy. That's why. I bring the little <laughs> oh, one. I mean, long, long story short, you bring the little one for the dad tax and go, Hey, look, he's cute. Put candy in the bag. That's a good idea. Yeah, I, can, I can live vicariously through you. Trick or treat. I like it. Exactly. They don't like a weirdo on the streets. You're like, I got a kid. It's okay. <laughs> Sir, why do you have a mask on? Well, <laughs> Well, we're all dressed up, bro. Having a good time. It's all good. Just looked at my last court deposition. It's the same explanation. <laughs> but, same reasoning last time on that piece of paper. Don't worry. Exactly. And they found me not guilty in that, okay? So, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, trick-or-treating back then was a lot different than it is now. Like I said, I degree cuts off pretty early. And yeah. even then, I don't see many people... Like in our neighborhood, especially where we're at now, not a lot of people are, are giving out candy. And so like exactly. the next couple of days, you know, we usually go on the weekends, but the next couple of days, my son and I will go for walks and we go plan and, and scope out our path. That's smart. Because you go, you go and people put pumpkins on their porches, assumingly they're going to be passing out candy. If they have decorations on their porches, assumingly they're passing out candy. And so you kind of pick those ones. And if they have a lot of decorations, they pass out better candy usually. I like so you, it. So we, we, we like the last couple of years of what we've been doing is we kind of scope out the pathways. And there's a lot more kids in our neighborhood, which is nice. But when there's kids in the neighborhood, that means they're out trick-or-treating and they're always passing out candy. So you got to be wary of who's got kids. <laughs> I'm going to be doing this. Sir, again, why, why are you trying to find out who has the kids? Well, my kids can get back. It's not as easy as it's not for, I promise. It's not for us. I mean, yeah. one, I want to be, I'm, I'm a man of efficiency. I got to make sure that I know where I'm going. Exactly. And, you know, you're learning it out. Like, there's one street that I know in my neighborhood that's going to be solid. Just back and forth across the roads. They block the roads off with cars so that no one can oh, go down nice. it. So it's just like a small street and the kids are just back and forth. And the whole, this whole street is decked out. And I wanted to move to the street way before i knew this i go well, let's move to this street like there's no houses around like i really like this street i just don't know why and then like oh. last halloween i walked down it and i'm like this is why i wanted to move here <laughs> <laughs> you know well, your, your halloween six cents is tingling. this is why <laughs> my wife's like That's this is cool. she's like i'm so embarrassed right now I'm like but this is exactly why i wanted to move on this street <laughs> But honey, it's for the kids. Remember, he's got to get as much he's out of the costume as possible. <laughs> I like where you went with that. I appreciate that line. Yeah, that's um. But no, you're right. Like you go back to the. It's like not only are not as many kids out, but like there's just not as many houses that no. they give out. Like when, when we first moved into the subdivision, we're right at the we're at the very front of the subdivision. Yeah. So when we moved in, it was just a couple months before Halloween. So. I walked around a couple of times, you know, just getting used to the neighborhoods. I didn't even know 
anybody to be honest and uh like when we went down all the streets and the couple called the sex they're attached to it and like kind of kind of bummed like that's kind of yeah. like i would have been horribly bored as a kid been done in like 10 minutes like running out to the house and uh stuff so now it's like we've been here a couple of years and just going through like expanding like where else are we gonna go besides you know yeah. our subdivision there's a subdivision down that you know down the road a little bit and there's a, a little mall that's got stores that give out these candy so it's like kind of like you said you're just kind of like planning adding to it trying to get a full night's worth of trick-or-treating because i would like live as a kid, we just go and go until, um, you know, until there was no houses left. Be like yeah. eight o'clock. No, I, would be, I would go with like, yes, yeah, so I'd probably go at like seven. I think I remember like six or seven. So, like, just when it's starting to get dark, I wouldn't get home until midnight. I would yeah. trick or treat till like 11 o'clock. It'd be that one person that's still out mm-hmm. there drinking usually and they're passing out candy hammered. And that was the here you go, kids. Yeah, the, here, take one bag. <laughs> yeah, take one. Uh, the whole bowl falls out, or yeah, you know. So like, well, there was those, 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 those were the best houses because they're they're having parties. They just don't care. Like, I just want to get rid of this candy. I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got candy bag. Uh, hang out my friends in our costumes until like midnight, and then we would go home. And then we would. Uh, I remember my brothers and I. And then you had the huge bartering mm-hmm. trading session where you would. Mm-hmm. Dump all your candy on the floor. Look at what what you want, what you don't want, and then how you can get what you want from your brothers with training your crap too. So it was like, um, I had a brother. He liked. He actually liked like those Mary Janes, those really nasty oh, yeah. ones. Yeah, and like I was paired. I could get like Smarties and sweet tarts from them. Of like, not get like. The top 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 shelf stuff but it was definitely better than those mary jane's i could couldn't stand so my um next to my grandma's house like we would go there the next day usually to go see my grandma in our costumes yeah. and then we would trick-or-treat down her she lived in in uh in novi um okay. on uh on a road that's the 12 and a half mile dixon road and if you've ever been down 12 and a half mile dixon it is dirt it's a dirt road next to the 12 Oaks Mall, if you know where that is. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's very industrialized, you know, very built up and then like a wooded area. And now it's it's turning into a bunch of subdivisions. But there used to be like six houses. Each house had like a you know, three acres, five acres, six acres, ten acres. And so it was like you would run down the entire houses. So they're older people that live there, and they usually, you know, the grandkids come, they would trick-or-treat down the road back and forth the next day. No problem. Um, kind of what they ended up doing, it kind of just kind of happened. But the one the neighbors would say, Hey, you bring me your baby Ruth, and I will change, I'll replace them with like full-size candy bars. Like, oh yeah. So for every three baby Ruths, I got a full-size candy bar. So when I went trick-or-treating, I always found baby Ruths because I knew the next day I'll take them there and be like, here's seven baby Ruths. He's like, well, here's three big candy bars signs. I'm like, yeah, uh, uh, I like it. I was like, this is a smart deal. Yeah, it is. It I did stuff. hear, I did hear of a, a nice little dad thing I, that I wanted to give to you that I thought was interesting. So, one of these, you know, TikTok or whatever it was they talked about the idea of the 
giving candy to the witch or the goblin or the ghoul or whatever you want to call it. So during the barter system, you keep a bucket of all the candies that you don't want or dead. You know, you have to put in like a percentage of candy into it or something like that, whatever. So candy that you want probably into a bucket that they have to put it in. And then you put it on the porch the night before the night of Halloween. Next morning, they go on the porch is a little toy or something, a book or something that replaces the candy that they can take in. So you cut the candy down. You replace it with something else, but then you get the candy. You don't feel bad eating it. Oh, I like it. I like so I it. Like, this, is, this is a good idea. Since you have like a couple older ones, you know. Yeah. It's an idea. Like so, oh. we're thinking about doing it with our oldest one. It's like, hey, we'll put some in here. We'll give it to the goblin outside for or the ghosts for the you know Halloween. Like the sweet skin ghost. Well, go you know whatever <laughs> whatever you want to call it, the witch. Oh, the ghouls, the Halloween people, yeah. they take it, and you just like we're gonna put like a Hot Wheel car out front for them or something like that. And be, oh, I like that. Wheel, you know, that's a good idea. I'm gonna yeah. definitely find a way to incorporate that. <laughs> and be careful, you know, don't go looking out that window because that ghoul will come get you. You know, oh, not, <laughs> my luck. I would the window and be like, oh, then we said they eat the candy. I'm like, this isn't what I was thinking. This is I this, all. I don't think this, this, is, this all, is what Alex had in mind when he said this. this uh, what I we, we need to do an emergency episode like right now because I'm going to show you something outside of the window. There's something that happened, and I'm not kidding. Yeah, it, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the demons to my house. But yeah. I mean, it, it was cool. That's idea. a great idea, though. I've well, never it, heard of it. Mix, it does mix a little bit of cultures. It you know pulls in like Day of the Dead stuff. A little bit yeah. of English traditional into it a little bit. So you kind of get that, the sweets on the porch from <coughs> England and some stuff from Mexico. Yeah. So it's kind of a cool. I like it. I actually like it a lot. So what are some, uh, so like, uh, I know you talked about some different, uh, like different ghosts, like haunt, haunting, some oh, different things like we- that. We want to get to the ghost stuff. I see. I see. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm loving it. All right. So for the listeners off, offline, Jeremy is like, I kind of said, hey, let's do a Halloween thing. You know, we'll talk about ghosts. And Jeremy's like, oh, yeah, I did some ghost hunting. I was like, oh, Jeremy, <laughs> you've done some ghost hunting. I have done ghost hunting. So we <laughs> happy to have some discussions on this. And I've, I was like, ah. I thought about keeping this for the stream, but then like half time I do that for the stream, like you know, three people show up and I have to repeat my story like five times over again. I feel awkward doing that. So <laughs> advantages of the podcast. It's like, uh, so the advantage of the podcast, I can do it once and you can just listen to it. It's always great. So um so I guess Jeremy, you know, we're talking about ghosts, and I'm gonna put this out here to everybody and say it this way. I mean, you can contradict me, but I feel like in our our tweet messages back and forth we're on the same wavelength here yeah we both have this idea that you know as people we believe that there's a ghost or entity person that we can possibly interact with um and do all that stuff and we've seen it or have participated in it either we have our skeptics we have our non-believers we have everything in between um i'm just saying there's something that happens and i've seen things that are unexplainable multiple times um and 
been in situations that I've seen more things than I want to see ever in my life, but I've learned to deal with it. Um, and, you know, I might call myself psychic or third sensey, but I do seem to come across these things quite regularly on my daily life. Um, a little less now because I've tried to repress it more. Um, if that's possible, but it has been kind of nice. But overall, I, you know, have seen things in my past. And I want to talk about that here. And I know, Jeremy, you have as well. Absolutely. So if you want to go first, sir, and then I can go with a story. We can kind of pass some stories back and forth for a little bit. I'll Absolutely. try to recall some of my good stories. Um, Absolutely. Um, so we used to go, um, I had a couple of different friends um, that I would go out with. Um, and then they had some friends that were um, a lot more hardcore and had some like, you know, reading equipment, a VPJ uh, thermal, you know, TheraClear type cameras. And I'm not talking like the thousands of dollars that, you know, like the professional shows on TV have, but um, serves the same purpose. And um, of course, you got cameras. We always would take our cameras, whether it was phones mm-hmm. or digital cameras and then uh you know you took your recorders out to see what you would get we, we i mean we would go to um a couple places we always go to which is uh morrow road and uh oh, was it michigan uh i can't even remember the little uh, township it was in but it was i think it was clay township between like elginac and uh yeah and, Macomb. and um they was a lady that had uh, supposedly um, lost her baby uh, back in the early 1900s. Of course, the legends vary greatly in that she uh, yeah. made suicide, you know, any typical thing. So you could hear her wailing, and sometimes you could see her. Um, and if you ever got close to her, it was a more hostile. Um, then there was always Indian, uh, which is Indian around there as well. Um, never could nail down the exact location, but um, that's where we heard a lot of our drums and like, you know, ancient, you know, figures. I'm not sure if it was actual. Some of them, you know, you'd hear drum sounds, but you know, you don't know if it's like an entity or if it's like just a historic event replaying itself. Because um, you know, I've heard and read a little bit about, you know, both things can happen. You know, depending on like you said, where you fall out on that spectrum, I don't personally know. I don't didn't understand it enough to to get it. And just getting bits and pieces of it. Um, but we did have one time where we were looking for the lady. Um, I don't think we found her per se, but we pulled in uh, off the road the one night. It was probably about two in the morning. Um, moon was out. It wasn't like a full moon or anything like that, but. Um, pulled in my, my car and the headlights like I, I don't know 50 100 feet somewhere in there it just like died and it shouldn't have been like that and mm-hmm. um it's just pure dark so we get out of the car for a minute flashlights and, and nothing's going past us so um I, don't, I could say my curiosity died. I got a little concerned, scared. Yeah. So we just got back in the car and left. Um, I can't say if there was anything there. 
because it would have had to be incredibly large to block everything out like that. And I don't think we would have gotten away from it if it was something like that. But that's my closest thing in terms of like freaking, you know, freaking out that that I had. And it gave us some pretty decent uh, thoughts like we got to get out of here. So, yeah. But yeah, most of them, you know, you just go south, you go to different places, different, you know, old abandoned buildings. You know, you hear the sounds, the laughs, and he picks them up on recorders and stuff, but nothing we could ever pin to, hey, it's this. But it was always a lot of them were just falling mischievous things. Yeah, something awkward or something like yeah. a lot of times you do those things, you get hyped up a little bit because you go research it and you go look, oh, yeah, that definitely could find <laughs> that. You know, yeah. I got you in that. So let's see here. I kind of got like three good stories in my mind. I don't know where how much time we have or what we want to do. So I'll start with my mildest version and I'll end it with the one we talked about in the um in the Twitter, if that's cool with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um so for the longest time I've always seen ghosts or seen things ever since I was little, like people or shadows. And I always wondered if it was because of where I lived. Um, and I kind of thought about that for a while, but whatever, what really kind of sparked my curiosity is I was probably like middle school, early high school, and I was playing a lot of video games at my desk at the time. And the way that my house was set up at home is I would sit at this desk and I would look across the living space, living room, and then there'd be like the dining room and then there'd be a lamp and then there's a window. Now when I played games, this is the time of not dial up. You had to play after nine o'clock um, to play online. And so exactly. I was always playing at nine from nine o'clock to like midnight. Or if I wanted to talk an AIM or AOL or MSN Messenger, it had to be after nine o'clock. Um, so my parents will be bed and I'll be online playing and talking to my friends and stuff like that. Um, and usually right around like 12, 20, things would start to kind of happen in front of me. And I always was kind of like, Whoa, something's going on. And well, I was sitting there one time and I was typing to uh, one of my friends, like, Hey, what's going on? And talking and I'm like, dude, something's going on. It's like, what? And I'm like, I'm seeing somebody in the corner of my eye. He's like, well, somebody in your house. I'm like, no, someone in the window of the dining room. And he's like, well, somebody outside. He goes, I go, no, it's literally just the head looking into the dining room. And it was the best way thing. It was like like a like Al Capone, like a, a big Italian wrinkly guy, looking oh, back geez. into the room, like room at me. And I was like, one, there's something going on. He's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm like, well, it's twelve twenty. I go, things kind of happen around twelve twenty in my house. He's like, well, like what else? And I go, well, the chandelier is now going in circles. <laughs> He's like, well, you're gonna go to bed. I'm like. I'm going to go to bed before two. Um, he goes, well, why? No, why two o'clock? Because around two o'clock is usually the most active time. It's like the veil is broken down. Um, people have told me online and you know witches and stuff like that. That's the from twelve to two is like the witching hour. There's things kind of happen, and so again around that time things would happen in the dining room or stuff like that so i would see that here or there and that was kind of like one of my most concerning moments other than that, like i never really got scared i mean i would be sitting there playing games and then right in front of like what's going on right now at like 12 o'clock and like nothing yet and a big 12 o'clock, oh the chandelier's shaking again like yeah <laughs> it was like whatever and i would go to bed and or i would go 
going to bed and stuff like that. And occasionally I'll catch somebody like in the bathroom, like I walk and I'll see his shadow and just keep going. Just do what <laughs> you want in the bathroom. Time. I'm going to go to bed. You know, okay. don't turn the light off when you're done. I don't want to be in trouble. See ya. See ya. No, no big deal. All right. So I'm like, okay, that was kind of like the milder versions of stuff. Jeez. Um, do you want me to keep going? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, all right, all right. So the second one that I always like to bring up is one that really kind of solidified a lot of the versions of things that I really believe when it comes to spirits and family and stuff of that nature. So it was one morning. I was getting ready for school. It was like four or five o'clock in the morning and I had a cat that was pretty much like a dog. So I'm getting ready for school in high school. I'm like, shoot, I have to go downstairs to get a t-shirt. Um, I forgot it downstairs. So I have to go downstairs to my basement. So first floor home, I leave my bedroom. Everyone's sleeping. I go around the corner and I, I go and the cat's running in front of me. And he just stops at the stairwell and just death stares down the stairs. Ears are back, just dead staring down the stairwell. I was like, what's down there? I look down there and there's somebody looking up the stairs at me. Now, what I looked at the person, like, not I didn't get scared, but I looked downstairs and I see somebody at the bottom of the stairs wearing overalls and like a big farmer's hat, but slowly yeah. looking up at me and just standing there at the bottom of the stairs, like hand on the handrail, like going to come upstairs. Yeah. I was like, turn the light on. No one's there. Turn the light off. Still see him. Turn the light on. No one's there. Turn the light off. He's fading away. Jeez. I'm like, okay. I gave it a shirt. <laughs> then I went downstairs and grabbed the shirt. Like, well, whatever that was was left. Well, then I told my dad that and I said, Hey, you know, I saw this guy downstairs, and this is kind of weird. And my dad goes, Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's like our guardian angel. He kind of comes around the family. We see him every once in a while. I go, I he's I used to see him when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then my grandma like next week or so pulled out some old photos of the family because we were going to go see them in West Virginia and pulled up some old photos of the family and something like, Oh, that's, that's the guy I've seen him. I've seen him. He's like uncle Jim or something. And she goes, yeah, he's been dead for like two, almost 150 years now. I'm like, like, okay, well, I saw him. Like, how do I know? She's like, my dad's like, yeah, that's the guy that we see every once in a while in the houses. Like he comes around the family. He's like, every once in a while you hear a ball bouncing in the basement. I go, yeah. He goes, that's him. Like you'll hear him playing with balls. He likes to play with like tennis balls in the basement. Okay. He likes to bounce things around. He's kind of just comes around the family and just checks on us. We don't know who he is. We know his uncle Jim. That's it. He just kind of yeah. comes around. He's like, I saw him as a kid. You see him as a kid. You know, my cousins have all seen him every once in a while. I'm like, oh, okay. So he's just like the weird uncle that comes on, hangs out <laughs> at family reunions. All right. Yeah. So we kind of believe that he's like kind of like our guardian angel in a way, kind of just checks on the family. Um. So that one. I always say, I'm like, don't believe me, believe me what it was. But that one really got to me. Like, okay, there's other things out there. Um, I mean, I've seen my grandparents come visit me. They're both passed. You know, all of them passed away. They've come visit me. Um, and actually my kids, because my oldest has said he's seen some lady talk to him. Oh, you know, I ask questions. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's my grandma. Um, I was like, yeah, there's one lady. She's really nice. But she's not like grandma's, uh, my mom. My mom smokes. She's not like your mom. I'm like, yeah, that's that's, that's grandma. <laughs> yeah, it's grandma. Don't worry about it. You're good. Don't worry about it. She's just checking in on us. Well, and, um, good ones at least. Yeah, I mean, there's just stuff like that. I got. I believe that they come through and they they 
check on you or communicate you with you in some way or in the other. Cool. Um, like that was a cool one. And then, you know, I've seen my, my great grandfather like randomly and my, like, it was really weird. One night I woke up and I felt like somebody was at the bottom of my bed and I looked and I'm like, like you wake up and you see shadows and like sometimes you get fear, but I woke up yeah. and I saw these shadows and I had no fear. And I could vividly remember something sitting in my bed because I couldn't move my foot over there. Someone yeah. standing at like the dresser looking at me and then another person, a couple of people by the door looking at me. Like they're all just kind of checking me out or something like that while I'm standing there. But like I wasn't scared because I knew one of, I knew them. Like I knew who they were. So yeah. like, all right. Hi, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm tired. I, I, I got school. I'm like, hmm. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, those were the good ones that I've had experiences. And then I guess I'll go to the last one. I don't know if do you have any other stories you want to talk about. Um, I've been kind of kiboshing this time. Yeah, I got one. Um, you hold on one second here. Okay, so um, yeah, I do got a other story. Is um, we had um, friend that uh, before he moved away, he had um, his grandma he lived uh, a lot of time he would go over there his mom and dad were always in and out of his life and uh, mm-hmm. he was over with grandma so um we were out in their barn one night just uh all running around playing uh you know like uh we always called it jailbreak we just had basically just tag in the dark i mean mm-hmm. Everyone goes and hides and you know, you're in the fields and crap around the around it. They had a bunch of horses, they have tons of land around it where there was nothing developed and uh we were out there and uh we would uh you know, like when the game was over, we would we had this uh I guess you call it burning barrel, or whatever you just pound on and uh it was pretty loud, so you know, we all could go around there here so um we went out there did the first couple of games and then when they could give up they'd hit it and we, the rest of us would come back and uh so after a couple of games uh we all go out there we start hearing the the barrel like as soon as we all get out there what the heck so we all come you know come running back like game's over already and we started like 10 minutes ago oh none of us hit it none of us hit it now we're all you know bs you know, so it just kept going on periodically throughout throughout the night. And we play like three, four in the morning. And um, finally, we just all decided to go out there. With nobody looking for it. Nobody hitting it. And just to see if, you know, if, you know, people are like, oh, no, someone's doing it. Something's doing it. Sure enough, we all get out there and it's boom, 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 boom. So we go running back, you know, and there's nobody there. Um, so... We, we go out there a couple more times, same thing, but we never seen or heard anything else. Um, yeah. And then uh, my buddy and I are among the last couple of people there. And uh, we set up our our fire and we were just doing a little bonfire, just hanging out, not even bonfire, just like, I see more like a campfire, just a tiny thing like there, if you want to roast marshmallows, it was just that big where you could. Um, we get up and we, uh, going out there to just take care you know do do our business in the morning you know it's late we're just yeah. doing our business real quick we're all away from it all of a sudden you just see like this quick little flicker of the shadow 
and then the fire snuffed out. Like, yeah, we just all took off to the house. Like, we didn't bother to go go and look and see what it was, but um, it was probably she. We were probably at least 25, 30 feet away from it, so we would never have been able to get a good. You know, it wasn't like we were trapped or in danger or anything. It was just, you could look at it. What yeah, it was, we're not doing. We're not dealing with this crap. So yeah, it's like yeah, but, something happened. We're out. Yeah, but yeah, how about you? You got anything else? Yeah, I mean, I have quite a few stories. <laughs> um, I do have a quite a bit. Like I said, my friends, I, my friends growing up in high school, they would go with me, or they'd come over and like, oh, garbage, BS, 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 and then they're like they'll come to my house and experience stuff and like, okay, I believe you now. Um, <laughs> I don't want everyone to cool your house to get to there. At least like the, 1220. Like the, like the chandeliers and stuff like that. Like I would be like, they'll be up, we'll be up and they'll, they'll go upstairs and go to like, we'll, we'll hang out in my basement and it'd be like midnight or something like that. I go upstairs and go to the bathroom <laughs> and like your chandelier like shaking. I go, I've told you boss. Yeah. You're not joking. I go, yeah, that why would a chandelier shake up? in the middle of a house? It's a one-story home. Like, why would a chandelier shake? We don't live in a fault line, so oh. yeah. And they're like, oh geez. So they would start believing me and stuff like that. And then they were like, Okay, let's let's go ghost hunting. All right, I'm like, fine. During nice. Halloween time, that's what you do. You go ghost hunting. Exactly. All right, let's go. Let's go ghost hunting. So we would go and we do certain things, and I would call out certain stuff, and then you know, I you know, like you know overhears this or i see this over here and they'll tr- get on the camera like we have a couple of footage somewhere of like there used to be an abandoned stuff of just like you see a ghost in the window you see something move you we caught them on camera stuff like that huh. like, cool and they have it they, they they thought it was super cool I'm like yeah there's over here somewhere there's a guy in the window oh, see, oh yeah there he is <laughs> and so like yeah um or we would go to like a cemetery and i'd be like you know they're like well, let's go on let's go looking I'm like um no <laughs> like why am i over there, there's somebody looking at us, and he does not want to send to the cemetery. I'm gonna tell you that right now. If you want the cemetery, you need a buddy. You don't want a buddy. Do you want a buddy? I don't want a buddy. <laughs> not gonna go. uh, so, because you don't enter a cemetery at night, that's one of the reasons. Other than the fact of vandalism, you don't go in the cemetery at night because if there's a wandering ghost, they can come with you off the cemetery. Well, yeah, they'll they'll come with you if you enter the the whole, you know vice versa, like witches and something like that. They can't go in cemeteries. You they can't leave the cemeteries. That's why there's there's fences and they stay there. Um, so like you, you leave them there. So one time we went to college and I went to college and they came home and then during the holiday or during Halloween time, they're like, Hey, we haven't gone ghost hunting with you in a long time. We want to go. I'm like, okay. Hey, we have a doozy of a one to go to. I'm like, okay, what's the, where are we going? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there's Buno road. There's some cool stuff. There's some, you know, situations on Buno road in, in, in Waterford, Milford area. Um, oh. if you've been down Boone Road, super spooky, super dark. No. Fool's Moon in the world is the darkest road in the world. I'm like, okay, this is, we're going to Boone, go searching there again for the, the guy that hides in the windows or in, in your mirror. He's like, no, we're not gonna do that again. I'm like, okay, fine. I don't want to go down Boone Road, it's super dark and it's whatever. And they're like, no, we're gonna go to the shoe tree. I'm like, oh, the shoe tree. Okay. They're like, yeah, this is the shoe tree. I'm like, okay, well, don't tell me anything about it. I, I've heard the shoe tree before i don't know need, need anything else known about it let's just go to the shoe tree well we know where it's at we're gonna go to it i'm like okay you know where it's at well in the area that they were going to there was a new complex being built nearby and you know causing ruckuses and stuff like that so usually that sparks up activity 
Okay. Well, all right. We're going to find something for sure. If there's a construction site nearby, usually that sparks stuff. So I roll up and there's a field. We have to cross this field and there's a tree middle of the field. And then there's a forest behind it. I can just vividly see this tree. We're walking in the road, a newly constructed drive, uh, driveway, a road yeah. path. And I'm saying, we park and we get out of the car and couple friends grab cameras stuff like that They're like oh let's go let's go let's go and they're like walking around and i'm like all right let's go walking and i'm trying to just, you know thinking and walking and, and you know occasionally i see some stuff in the background I'm like oh, there's, i could see some shadows nothing adamant but maybe it's the light from the cars nothing i can point fingers to just yet and i stop for a second because i see a shadow something hunched over near the tree area hunched over looking towards a tree but kind of like hunched over like kind of like on two feet crouched down kind of hunched like over something or doing something i'm like oh, is that like a dog what is that and i'm thinking to myself I'm like, okay and then i'm like get this like chill my back i'm like okay that's something if i'm getting into chills okay and then I, it looks back at me and i'll never it's seared in my mind just because i am just like just straight fear um but it looks back and over the shoulder looks directly at me and i just remember just these piercing eyes not eyeballs just eyes like just mm. not people like empty? just yeah just a silver eye huh. and just two of them looking right at me and it's dark and this dark entity is like as like the black screen on the thing that just black just looking over his shoulder at me and it's a rounded wow. face. It's like a rounded face. Cause I could see this thing hunched over. It's like looking right at me. Like it's like all of a sudden I interrupted what it was doing. It's like my day. And I was like, okay. Okay. And I just remember just looking straight down the ground. And one of my friends was like, what was that? I'm like, we cannot go any farther. And they're like, why? I'm like, we cannot go any farther. And I looked up again, kind of glanced up real quick. And I saw it look at me. Then I saw it look over my friends are walking farther away and closer like towards the tree i go you guys need to turn around right now and like no we're gonna go we're gonna go turn around like there no and i can see it starts to kind of turn around and i just like i'm out guys i'm gonna tell you right now you need to leave and they're like why i'm like just just, let's go somewhere else and i'll we'll go to i'll buy you fries at denny's let's just go to denny's like i (laughs) go and i just ran and my one friend followed behind me like right behind me and he's like what is it what i'm like, just, I'm just, like, just go just go just, just go leave and i'm sitting there like just don't follow me i know that you're there please don't follow me i know that you're there i know that you're there please don't follow me i appreciate you i know who you are please leave me alone i have a great you know night don't follow me i just kept repeating that over again i know you're there i know you're there i appreciate you please leave me alone and I just like walked in my car, drove and got away. And I just pulled off the road and I was just literally, I don't know what, I was just crying in fear. I had this fear of dread, of empathy, of just, just like sorrow. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and I went to Denny's and I told him, I go, this is what I saw. Like, I go, I don't care what you want to do there. I will never recommend you going there. There's something there that is pure evil. And like, I go, I've seen ghosts. I've seen things that kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies, but yeah. nothing to the point where, like, I had no control over myself in the car driving away. Like, I was just bawling. 
Man. The friend in the car was like, do you want me to drive? I'm like, I just, I just can't. I just don't know what to tell you. Like, and he's like, we got, we got there. And he's like, yeah, something really uh, spooked him. <laughs> like, I go, yeah. And after that, like, I really kind of just stopped it. Because I was like, you know, I'm searching for something that I don't want answers to right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm opening portals of things. I don't know. I don't want to stumble across stuff like they always say, like, you never go searching for a tarot reader. The tarot readers got to find you, you know, you know yeah. stuff like that. The psychic person finds you. You don't search for that stuff. And I was like, you know, I, I think I need to stop. Like, this is where my time needs to stop. I'm seeing things. And I, that was a lot. And um, I ended up doing going back and actually looking up what the shoe tree was. And I sent you the link to it. Yeah, I read it. Yeah, so it 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 make it, it chocks connects like some yeah. shit happened here. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, long story short, to go through it, the town I lived in used to be a amusement park, and there was a theory or a story of a guy that used to take the kids from the amusement park, take them to the tree, kill them, and throw their shoes in the tree. And you know, there was a quite a bit of murders. Well. There's still shoes in the tree. I think people toss shoes in the tree, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but after seeing that, and I'd never looked any research up prior going, because, again, this is the time before cell phone. You know, I could go, oh, let's take a look at Sioux Tree, pull up my phone, yeah. take a look at it. You know, you have to turn the computer on, wait 20 minutes, and let the dial-up connect, and you're still 45 minutes later. Then you can check out this information. <laughs> So I started going, I'm like sitting there going, oh my, like I, I, that was the, that one was probably my scariest, like to the core fear I've ever had. I mean, I've had people in college, like at Eastern, the freshman dorms are built on an old cemetery site where the U of M professors used to come dig up cadavers and take it to U of M and do stuff. If you go in the basements that they, if you travel in the basements of the, of the um the dorms you see people all the time walking in the hallways oh jeez like i we i my roommate i was like dude there's somebody in the store he's like what do you mean there's somebody looking at us through the door and you would see a handprint on the door frame and it would like disappear because of like somebody's hand i'm like yeah i go i've seen some weird stuff in those those dorms like this one i was like i, was like, I can't i can't <laughs> yeah you're not looking at something in this world <laughs> i was like that was that was one of those moments and I will never probably never forget those those eyes looking back at me and just the probably closer to the demonic side than yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like I said it was weird it wasn't red eyes it wasn't anything it was just could be whatever though I mean it was just silver white eyeballs it could be a bad human soul too I mean there's could be a lot of things I don't know I just didn't want to deal with it I didn't want to go talk to it. I didn't want to go. Yeah, I didn't want to I enter think, his boundary that he created in his mind I think or it like created. He said it could be the thinner when the like the veil or the between the two worlds, you know, the two sides is at its thinnest. You know, you don't know what's wandering around coming through potentially. So yeah, I mean, said I've done I've done some research on the whole veil thing and conversations on that and you know, ley lines and all that jazz. And Michigan's pretty active when it comes to ley lines. When I looked at the research, there's a lot of Yeah, I've seen the stuff, the stuff I've looked up, it's pretty active. I mean, just on all the fronts. I mean, you look at just even 
you know, paranormal activity reported and different things across the, the country. You know, Michigan's a pretty active area. Yeah. It's limestone and Petoskey's and like I said, it's the ley lines. I mean, if you look back at the, the lore of Native Americans here is very much into this as well. And um, it's very, it's very different here in Michigan. And mm-hmm. I know that people are like, Whoa, <laughs> you babes. Like, no, okay, I look up ley lines and then like look, look up L-A-Y lines and look at Michigan. And we have like five like massive locations and they always, they always call those like the mystery spots they point to those as being like the epicenter of vortex zones that's yeah. one of the reasons and also if you look at our uh like southeastern michigan like eight miles on like a 42 degree day i think it's 42 degrees latitude i'm not positive and we're also like 40 degrees longitude like perfectly like hmm, that's something weird um so like we're like right there in the corner so uh, like I said, I don't know. I've seen a few things. I point to stuff. And, yeah. You know, believe me or not, but I believe what I've seen. And I believe that, I mean, other people I talk to believe me as well. Um, have been with me and witnessed these things with me. Yeah. Um, you know, my I, wife, my wife believes me every once in a while. I'll wake up in the middle of the night. She's, just, she's like, I see somebody in the, in the doorway. I'm like, it's your eyes, but okay. <laughs> And occasionally I'll be like in my house here today, like occasionally I'll, I'll get the feeling or tech, like a, somebody's there. Um, especially when I play games middle of the night, like you, yeah. you sometimes you watch me stream. I'll start to look over here. Like, so like, yeah. what's going on? Like I occasionally will like zone out for a second, look over there and try to see if I see anybody, but it's been calm. It's been nice. I've been liking this place. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm sure it's tiring after a while. So, I mean, but it's, it's interesting. You know, that, well, yeah, I would say for, I mean, I'm sure, like you said, listeners fall all over the spectrum. And for those that believe it, they get a chance to connect with some other experiences they may not have had, or heck, mm-hmm. some who may have had some, and those that didn't, and, hey, they, get a good, they get a good story out of it, so much, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy what you don't know. I mean, yeah, it's you know what you know, you know what you don't know, and then you, you know there's the unknown unknown, and that's I think where a lot of that stuff falls. Yeah, and like I said, I always I always enjoy like the the ghost hunters or the things on TV that people do. Yeah, and I go I, I the one thing I always point out to like in the act of ghost hunting, like if you go out and actually ghost hunt and try to do it. The one things I always recommend are like, don't get yourself all hyped up because you picked a haunted location to go and you're in your mind. Cause half the time you'll be walking around the dark room and you will figuratively make things happen for yourself. Yeah. Um, so like, that's one thing I always say, like people are like, well, why don't you research? Cause then I, I know what's going on and I'm going to picture it in my mind and I'm going to put it out here and even subconsciously, like it'll happen. Um, yeah you make yourself (laughs) afraid and half the time people are afraid of this dark rooms anyway so when you're in a dark room like oh i see a shadow it's like oh yeah okay um i guess what makes it different is that there's an emotional response that happens to you or a um physical response like the air around you changes or you things feel different there's a sensation that you're kept coming across and that's what i think is a big difference when it comes to a lot of these like ghost hunting things like 
when they're like, oh, I, I saw something. It's like, okay, or I heard something. Like you yeah. hear that, yeah, that could be millions of things. But when you when people start to say, well, I feel the temperature change, or I feel every inch of my body, all the hairs is all of a sudden stood up. Like that's when I'm like, okay, you really are now. Yeah, so they were like, oh, we gotta, get, there. we gotta get out of here. Like, okay, there's yeah. something. <laughs> well, even yeah but even then like sometimes i say you feel that and then occasionally it's like it's not something you need to run from but sometimes it is yeah. <laughs> you need to, you need to, and like i always say don't go off and like like stay you know if you go ghost hunting this ho- this halloween season stay away from going into cemeteries as much as possible stay away from very traumatic events as much as possible um, stay away from psych wards. Don't go in psych wards, please. A, it's a felony, and B, um, bad juju. Um, like try to like, you know, go to if you go to a cemetery, just stay outside of it. If there's something in there, it will come say hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't pet, don't feed the animals. Yeah, it will come say hi. Uh, stuff of that nature. I guess that's my that's my my warning to anyone that wants a ghost hunt out there. Nice. Well, I think that's been some pretty good, uh, some good stuff. Yeah, I kind of trampled there for a little bit. I'm a little tired today. I kind of, I kind of figured this out where I'm not exhausted on my on our on our stream nights or our testing or whatever these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, <are. laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we got cool in the morning, so <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm exhausted today. I mean, just kind of figure this out. So. Uh. Because I feel like I ramble every once in a while. I'm like, I'm just going to babble here for another 25 minutes here. Oh, yeah, you're good, man. It's, uh, it's good also stuff. nice when I can reference situations or locations and where I live. And you're like, oh, I know exactly where that's at. I'm like, all right, sweet. <laughs> exactly. No, it is nice. I mean, um, for those that don't know, I actually, I'm, I live in Illinois, but I also grew up and, and was from Michigan. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of things that, you know, Alex can talk about I can relate to and you know I have been to some of those spots or at least I know where they are so yeah. I can point to my hands and you know we're, we're looking at the same spots on, on, on our on our map so yeah but, uh, our, our hand our, our handy dandy map on our hands yep but uh yeah. I've never for the listeners I've been to Illinois but I got out of there very quickly um <laughs> it's it's a uh, yeah, it's an interesting state. <laughs> yeah. but, all right, all right. Well, any little ghost stories to add to our Halloween special? I think we are. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't have anything else major, like I said, story wise that would be worth sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just your usual spooky, spooky things, but nothing special that I, I can't go after that one <laughs> i got i got nothing there so. yeah that, like I said, that that one's that one's always a doozy but like i said after that i've always yeah it's i don't like, know i haven't had many experiences after that which is good and i guess great because like i said it's been calm nice but, that's the uh the trump card there yeah but um anything else on the on the agenda I mean that was that was kind of my whole thing. We're just kind of like spookifying this a little bit, talk about a little bit of ghost stories. And I, yeah. I'm glad that you came back. You're like, oh yeah, I got some. Like, I, I mean, I figured some people uh, yeah. have some. Like, somebody uh, has something. 
that no, wasn't like, I, uh, no, never, never had anything. No. But, uh, okay. yeah, it would have been weird. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. It's going to be a solo episode today. Well, even then, it, it already, like, or even, uh, usually sometimes I bring it up and be like, well, I don't believe it goes. It's like, well, okay. Ah, we, uh, the video, yeah, video skeptic. That's fine. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I'm always, what's what I say? I talk, you know, I talk what I talk, and I always tell people, you believe me, you don't believe me, I don't care. Like, I've seen exactly. things, and I know, I know in my heart and hearts that I know what this is, and, yep. you know, I might not have answers for it, but. But I wasn't on drugs. I, I <laughs> don't do, I <laughs> It's legit. Legit, like, I don't ever, I, I was a good kid in high school, like, I really was, I just drank here and there, but other than that, like, I didn't do any <laughs> drugs. I hung out with all the stoners, but I never touched the stuff, so. <laughs> Good stuff, but man. Uh, Anyways, but, uh, yeah. I uh, let's say how um, shoot. Are your kids? Your kids are excited to go then for trick or treat. Oh yeah, they're pumped. They're pumped. The little one, okay. one is Spider Man. The other one was going to be Captain America, but due to supply and demand issues, slash, <laughs> my wife buying this costume from some random Facebook website. Um, that probably is now has our information. Um, he's like Captain America or something like that. It was, it, it, was, it was supposed to be Captain America, it just hasn't shown up yet. And I mean, company, he's invisible man, man. Yeah, I yeah, keep emailing the company. I was like, um, where's the costume? And they're like, well, we have it on tracking, it's supposed to be there in the next uh three to four weeks. And I'm like, just so you know, we ordered it on uh in September, um, it is now October. And your tracking said on the sixth that it was in the states at this facility, and it's still there. It's, I guess it's up in Saskatoon. Uh, like, but... is, can it move? And it well, when you look up the tracking, it's like tracking facility is waiting for package. Like, um, something's not right here. Uh, let's Silly. let's let's recoup this idea here, and you tell me that you know where my package is, or I'm going to ask for my money back because this is ridiculous. Um. And if you yeah. say no, then I'm going to be like, oh, okay, and uh, just walk away, I guess. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I mean, it's so hard to sometimes get that money back. Yeah. I fought with, there was a company I fought with tooth and nail for like a year. Oh, man. It was to a point where like, it was, yes, it was only like 40 bucks or something like that. It was not that much money, but I was like, now it's a principal. I want my yeah. freaking $40. Yeah. <laughs> And I fought with this company. I had talked to with so many people. And they're at the end of the day, like, what do, what will get you guys to stop calling us to complain about this? It was literally like the biggest scam. It was like a hotel company that you paid so much money into. And then you got to go to the you know hotel at a certain time, whenever you want to get this advantage, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I called them on, try to schedule a hotel for 40 bucks. It's a really nice place. Like, oh, no, you can't go with that. It's black. It's, that's booked up. That's booked up. That's booked yeah. up. I go, then I'm like, okay. Then I went to Hotwire and I did it there. And it was, I was able to get the, the day that I wanted. I was like, Just so you know, I went to another website and picked the day that I wanted and <laughs> got it. So can I get my money back? Cause your company is garbage. And they're like, well, no, technically you can't. I'm like, well, according to this, I'm supposed to get X, Y, and Z, and I got zero so far. And in here, there's no comp, you know, no conversation on blackout dates or conversation. So you're definitely pulling wool over my eyes. 
you know, can I get, I think it was like, actually it was like $200. I'm like, can I get my money back then? Cause your, your company is not doing this for me. Like, oh, we'll put it up the chain. We'll make it happen. Right, okay, cool. Did that like a bunch of times. I just called one time. I called like every day for like a week and complained. Yeah. And the lady's like, you, you know, you called yesterday and there's still the same answer. I was like, I know, but I'm gonna call every day because this is fun now. Like, I'm enjoying myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm at the point now where I'm, I'm that. What guy. will it do to take you to shut up? Yeah, pretty much. It was what do you think? Like, just give me my two hundred dollars back. We'll be done with our lives. And like. This has been a year. I'm like, yeah, I know. Can I have my two hundred dollars? Like, yeah, here. You're right. I should be charging interest. Yeah. Can you remove everything from my numbers? I don't want you touching my stuff ever again. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye. And they called me back like a six months later. Hey, we noticed you haven't used your your time your I'll say timeshare your timeshare event. Do you want to use it today? I'm like, no. They're like, well, why? I'm like, well, you took two hundred dollars from me. I got it back. And she's like, how'd you get it back? I'm like, well, I called for a year. Um, so can you remove me from all your, like, why, why would you want to be removed from this great opportunity? I'm like, cause it's not an opportunity. It's a waste of my time and effort. Um, so let's do this. Call me again. Cause I'm on a do not call list and I will take you to court. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> and the end. You never hear from him again. <laughs> Correct. Uh, well, I called my wife and then I, I picked up the phone. I'm like, hello. They're like, uh, I'm like, yeah, it's me again. Huh. You didn't call my number, but you called my wife's. What's up? You're so dumb. Ah, uh, man. Please don't tell him what you like. Did we, see, did we notice you haven't so taking your time? Uh, man. I'm, I, like I said, I've, sometimes I've found those really telemarketers. I used to love to answer them, like, go crazy on them for a second or two. That was always uh, fun. I just like to, like, give them a talk for a little while. And just mm-hmm. really think they're getting this claws in the air. Just like, oh, yeah, I gotta go. There's Very one that called. Up. Well, I, I have my phone now. Like, I have a blocker on there, so I don't get any of those. I used to get a lot. Yeah. And it kind of freaked me out for a while. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Um, my wife got one from Jamaica, oh. and so I call. I picked it up. Like, oh, Jamaica, what's going on? So I picked it up, and he goes, "Hello," like very heavy Jamaican accent. I'm calling from Publisher Clearinghouse. I'm like, you won. Look at you. You didn't even enter. I won what? He's like, yes. I'm calling from Publisher Clearinghouse. I'm like, from from what? <laughs> Publisher Clearinghouse. Like you couldn't say Publisher's Clearinghouse correctly. A very heavy Jamaican accent. I'm like, from what? He's like, you know the TV show you put in stuff. They give you money. I'll give you money. I'm like, um, but for for what? For publisher cleaning out, are you stupid? I go, no, I'm not stupid. I just can't understand what you're saying. Are you stupid? Do you want my money? It's like, do you want free money? I was like, I think it's not free, but okay. Well, what what I have to do? It's like, well, you just want publishers. I just need some information from you. I'm like, I'm not giving you any information. You're calling me from Jamaica. He's like, no, I'm calling from the United States. I'm like, uh, caller ID boss just says Jamaica. And you have a very heavy accent. And he goes, well, he just also hangs up at you before he's like, well, F you and you have your mother in the face. I was like, okay, that's classy well, accent. Do I get my also. money? <laughs> do I get my money? <laughs> do I get my money now? Like, what's uh, my buddy's dad, he um, got, he was, he's a nice guy, but he was really gullible. And he, um, he comes in the one day, I want, he won the Canadian lot. 
him, but he's going to take $20,000. It's being held up at the border for taxes. So it's over that one. We finally go to him. Like he just wouldn't listen. So we finally go, um, did you play any numbers? And then it kind of dawned on him. No. Like, well, how did you win that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then it kind of, kind of deflated them, but yeah, they, uh, yeah, it's like we were, we were on, we were looking for houses, uh, uh, for houses to rent one time, and we were still up in Michigan, and uh, we're still in Clinton Township at the time, and um, we were, I remember we were looking, but it's like a south. Maybe towards the southwest, but almost to the Ohio border. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't way out on like the western side of the state. And um, we had seen some listings on Craigslist, like for houses for rent, nothing to buy. But we went there, checked it out, and called the guy. He was emailing and texting. I'm sorry, we didn't talk to him at first, and uh, he wasn't in town at the time. And, uh, so he couldn't show up, but he said if you wanted to uh, walk around the house, take a look at it. And then when he got back in town or if the owner came back in town, you know, they would schedule an appointment with us as well. If we'd look around, it looked like a vision house. It's like the house in the picture was the address. And then we never could get the guy wanted to go check inside of it. Mm-hmm. See how good it was. He's like, why don't you look through the windows? Like, and then he, uh, so he's emailing, he's talking to my wife. And uh, he goes, um, she goes, oh, well, you know, are we going to be able to set up an appointment? It's been like a month. And like, we're interested. You know, we mm-hmm. would love to come in here, but we need to see that. We want to get inside the house and check it out. And um, he goes, well, you know, I'm always back over in Nigeria. He goes, oh, back over in Nigeria. So I go, oh, she goes, well, I'm Nigerian. She goes, well, what part of the country? And he couldn't name any city in the country. It was like the funniest thing in the world. And yeah, like, so but I had researched at that point. It was a pretty common practice for scammers at that point to yeah, find legit houses. Yeah, but yeah. it was always like, you know, you can go around the house or they would rent it out to like three or four pe- different people. Nobody ever going into the house. And then someone would get bright and realize that they would scam. But yeah, it was just like those signs. The roads. I always see those like signs on the road, like we buy houses or we yeah. buy cars. It's like, uh, are you really like who who has a business? They just put a random sign on the road with a number. Yeah, and right, I buy house. Like, yeah, you buy house. Okay. The... Okay. Yeah, because they wanted that like, you would have to. Western Union, the money, it's like, okay, this is a scam. Yeah. Anything involves anything that usually just straight up scam. Mm-hmm. But I did have to say, I have fallen for a scam. I'm going to put quotations. There was this mailing thing for when we bought our house. Like everything was coming to us in the mail. And we had to sign some paperwork. I ended up not really reading the paper I signed. And I signed something. To allow them to sell my information to a company that would in turn contact me about how I can get some like super insurance garbage for my house mortgage, like just straight up garbage. Like, 
and the guy kept calling me and calling me and calling me. I'm like, you know what, man? I go, I honestly, though, I go, that was a mistake by my part. I did not mean to sign this form saying you can contact me. Um, I thought it was a pile of forms. I go, I learned my lesson. I need to read things before I sign. I appreciate your time and effort. That's it. Have a great day. And he goes, you know what? I'm calling you every day. He goes, well, guess what? You signed that paper. So until you say yes, I'm calling you every day. I'm like, oh, buddy, we're going to have a good time. He literally called me every freaking day for like a month. And I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, yep, calling you again. I'm like, dude, just stop calling me. He's like, I'm going to call you twice a day now. I was like, like this is straight up like predatory attacks. But and I know they, like. Was there a way you, to stop it at that point? I, I don't know. Like at that point, it's like, I don't know how to stop it because I signed a paper saying that he can contact me. So legally he can contact me as much as he wants. Could resend it though at some point. Uh, I guess. I don't know. So I, that's when I got the blocker on my phone and like any number i don't know it doesn't do anything and then he kind of stopped i guess because i wasn't answering anymore but like he would call and then call and then call and then call until i answered the phone and then so i'd be like work and i see a number and i answer it and he'd be like hi I'm like, stop fucking calling me. yeah i'm at work he's like well i'm working right now let's just let's get this insurance thing going I'm like no he's like well you signed the paper call you again tomorrow all right you son <laughs> but I was like, Duh. so learn lesson learned there. Read the things you sign. Read it first. Amen. I mean, I looked at like the you know mentally, I was like, oh, there's nothing about taking my money. All right. Huh. So, so you know, we, well, you buy your house, they put up a freaking stack of paper for you. So they start signing. You're like, okay. Mm-hmm. What's this paper? Oh. This one's insurance. Okay. This is uh, my, okay. This is all right. Was this big? Oh, it's for insurance. Okay. So, like, yeah. Man. Yeah. I would, uh, I want to punch the person in the face. Oh, it was, it was, was he violent. always talking from the same area code? Was it the same number? Oh, he had a mix. He had a number mixer. He had all these new numbers. And okay. I mean, he knew what he was doing. And he literally like said, "Well, guess what, buddy? Gone every day." And I'm like, Ugh. he was like swear. I mean, like, dude, stop. He's like, "Well, sorry, you signed the papers. I'm gonna keep calling you." And like, I'm not the asshole here, buddy. Like I said, I'm. I, we had a civil conversation before, and I said, mm, "I'm sorry. I don't really want this. I appreciate your time and effort, but I'm not doing this." Yeah. So I struck a nerve with him, I guess. I don't know. And then he decided he was gonna do it. So. He's like, I'm gonna come to your house and you're gonna you're, you're, I'm gonna come. You, you want me to come here? I have your address. I'll come to your house. I'm like, come to my house. Please. <laughs> Please. We'll finish this phone call at my front door. Let's do this. You want to come to my house? Come to the house. Don't I'm, scare me with that. I'm shit. the short little guy that's five four. I'll be waiting for you. Then you go through the door. Surprise. Don't scare me with that. I, I sometimes transpose those numbers. Yeah. Or like, don't try to scare me with that shit. Like, get out of here. Uh, come to my house. Well, come to my house. See what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, yeah. hopefully we we remove some fears from those people from the ghost stories, some random stories. So. Exactly. Give them a little bit of easy breezy stuff to go so they can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we need to go to sleep. Exactly. All right. So. Well, thanks right. everyone for tuning in and watching and down. Like we are up numbers. It's great. Our numbers are getting out there and people are following and listening to our babbling. 
Um, we're episode five now. Yeah, yep, episode oh, five. Biscuits. All right, we started venturing. We start venturing out and finding a maybe a guest star next time. Yeah. So oh, we gotta pull we, some names. We'll talk. We'll talk offline here. We'll tweet. We'll tweet each other. Yeah, each I think other. so. We're gonna get something. So we'll get something. I definitely we'll think that's the next step. So yeah, oh, yeah, that's so, cool. All right. All well, right. Thanks, thanks everyone for following, subscribing, listening. You know, mm-hmm. I do stream on Saturday nights on the the old Twitch. Oh, we'll probably be in the in the chats. You know, Jeremy's hanging out with me late at night as I partake in my title being the mid best in the midwest and what i do absolutely so but this saturday i plan on doing uh a little bit of more chatting before i dive into games cool. talk a little bit about ghosts and my theories behind those and oh. the mystic realm i'll so, be there that's always good stuff that's what i think i'm gonna do this saturday awesome all right all right sounds good um happy halloween to everybody because i think by the time we come on it'll be the day after or we'll be doing next episode the day after so yeah happy halloween happy halloween all right have a good one guys see ya see ya